Hey guys, welcome to Give Us a Shot. I'm Steph. And I'm Kristen. Grab a drink and come chat. optimistic sounding hello too wasn't it like refreshed hello (laughs) it sounded super like refreshed and like ready to go and then I look like this yeah (laughs) well you're you have a newborn so it's understandable to be tired I think you look great actually oh my god honestly like you look amazing last night like my freaking bags were so bad it was like 2 30 in the morning I was like pumping and I was like (laughs) it looked like a cockroach it was horrible fucking mom life it's beautiful yeah Uh, in case you guys can't figure out what's going on we have steph back as a guest quote unquote guest on this episode yeah she's here and we're gonna talk about uh the birth of her baby girl her sweet sweet baby angel we were just talking about how sweet she is she's so sweet and um yeah kind of just like give everybody an update and uh, let you guys know that she is alive and I'm not hiding her. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm alive and I'm breathing. <laughs> yeah. Surviving. Dying inside yeah. a little bit. <laughs> it's the toddler bit that's killing me, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I was literally sitting there. Um. So a couple times a week, he'll go over my mother-in-law's. And so it's just me and little one. And so I'll be like... Why did I ever complain about the newborn phase? Like, this is so nice. Like, we have such a routine. And then, like, literally, I nap when she's napping because, like, one of the naps, like, I can get some stuff done. And then... Mm -hmm. Because there's 500 naps a day. Yeah, because she literally just, like, eats, sleeps, and shits. So it's... Yeah. Once Quinn comes home, though, it's like a bomb goes off. Or, like, the days that I have both of them, which is tomorrow. It's... That's... Those are heavy days. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. It's, I'm sure that's, like, super stressful. It's mostly, stressful. Like, ha- like, think about, like, nursing, where, like, a mm-hmm. kid is literally attached to your boob, and then, like, another kid is jumping on you and kind of, like, pulling you, and you're like, mm-hmm. you can't do that because my nipple is attached <laughs> right. to this kid. Exactly. And so he, like, wants to go and, like, run around and do things, and you're like, I'm kind of stuck in this position for a little bit. Like, yeah. And it's, we, yeah. We did talk about this, how, like, it is kind of harder – because he is so young and he can't quite understand what's going on yet. Oh my god. Whereas like with Edie, I can tell her what's going on and she can fully understand my yeah. words and like what I'm explaining to her. So Oh my god, they had a play date the other day and I keep thinking about how terrible of a play date Quinn is. <laughs> He's, he doesn't understand yet. It's okay. Oh, I didn't tell you when we got up to the car, she goes, Mom, Mr. Quinn hit me. And that was not nice. And I said, Mr. Quinn is a little baby and he doesn't understand. I was like, you used to hit people too. It's so funny because like, I guess it's because like, they're like basically the same height. So you like forget like how young he is. Same exact size. And so like, he'll go over and like, like playfully like hit her or shove her down because he thinks it's a game and it's not nice. She's a (laughs) little sass queen and she's just like. it's not nice. Like what grown person would walk over to another person and be like. Like, he, 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 and just like, how would I know at their face? You know what I mean? But like, yeah. it's just because he's not even two yet. And so it's the, like, oh, yeah, yeah the disconnect. Because she's like 
turning into a real life, you know, human. Kid, he's like, like that yes. is not what you're supposed to do. Right. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck do you mean? That's yeah, not what you're supposed I know. To do. He well, didn't that's even what know I was... how to chase her, and that's all she wanted was him to <laughs> She's chase. She's like, come, her. come get me, please, come get me, please, come. You, you can't catch me. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I was like, this is why he needs more play dates so he can learn etiquette. Oh my god. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> Around here, if he pushes me, I'm going to let him. Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise, it's I'm going to so deal with temper tantrum. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, how can you tell him it's totally okay to do it to me, but it's not but okay, not okay to, to do it to, to your, someone else? Right. I know that it is hard to, like, get through that part. Like, I know what you mean. Like, you have your kid that's younger and you're like sweating like i i'm so sorry they, yeah. they didn't mean i like it, it's really fine edie is so like dramatic and then she gets over it so fast so it was it was totally fine oh but God. it was just really funny because she was like mr quinn hit me and that was not nice <laughs> like, she's all right. right she's right <laughs> but it was so cute like hearing their screams and stuff i love that that like, was so fun like they when had, they like, were the actually squeals and stuff yeah <laughs> When they were chasing each other around, like, the kitchen island and stuff. I loved it. That's, yeah, it like, really cute. what we've been waiting for. Think about, like, all, like, like Spencer and the twins are going to be, like, yeah, really mm-hmm. the same age. So we won't have mm-hmm. the disconnect that we're having between Quinn and Edie. Yeah, it's going to be all the with same. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be nice. I'm really excited. Yeah. All right. So do you want to, like, start with... When we were freaking out that you were going to go into labor and then... Yeah, so I guess, wow, we just looked at the calendar and that was a lot further back than I thought. I guess it was two weeks. It was actually almost two weeks exactly from when I was going to be induced. It actually mm-hmm. exactly was. Yeah. Um, so I had gone to the doctor and I needed to get steroids um, to like help mature her lungs for early delivery and so I guess I should say that I have like white coat syndrome so like anytime I go to the doctors already I'm very nervous we think we've talked about this probably a million times I get like really bad high blood pressure all the time and then on top of that they're like oh we're gonna do these steroids and it's gonna go in your butt and it's painful (laughs) so there was that and then on top of that they were like we're gonna check your cervix and cervix checks if anyone's ever had one they're not fun so bad super not fun and i also don't like everyone was always like once you have a baby like you'll be comfortable showing your hoo-ha to anyone not true for me absolutely (laughs) not so that's actually how it started i go into the doctor's office i'm already nervous about the doctors brian's with me because we have a bunch of questions about the induction and things like that and so i'm nervous about all of that and then as soon as i get my like I get like talked to about like with the MA or whatever. She like hands me the little thing and is like, Hey, like get naked and put this on immediately. (laughs) My heart is racing because it has been like literally like months since I've had to do that. You know, you usually go in and they just do like the measure of the stomach, the heartbeat and you're gone in two minutes. So she's like, get naked. And I'm like, Oh, please no, please no. Then she comes in, the doctor's talking to me. She's doing this whole thing with like, um, talking to me about uh so they take my blood pressure mind you and it's a little high 
because of all of this. Right. Doctor comes in. She's like, all right, we need to retake your blood pressure at the end of this because it's a little high and whatever, but it's fine. So then she continues talking to me about all the risks of this induction and all these other problems and then tells me, all right, you're going to get that shot in your ass and it's going to hurt and you have to come back tomorrow yeah, and get and another one. And you're not one. supposed to freak out about that or anything. Right. And so then all of those things happen. Then they take my blood pressure again and it's even higher. <laughs> So they sent me to labor and delivery and basically yeah. while I'm there, I get a bunch of blood work done and urine samples and it was really stupid because they were like, you're having contractions. And I've been having NSTs like um, weekly at that point, like was twice a week. And mm-hmm. so we did talk about how you were having like a bunch of doctor appointments <laughs> each week. Yeah. So um at those nsts they were sitting there and telling me like oh you're contracting do you feel that it's actually in my notes it says like patient having contractions denies feeling them like okay i mean i feel them they were just braxton hicks you know like i didn't feel i felt uncomfy and slightly like annoyed by them but they weren't like contractions you know so that's why when someone says are you feeling contractions i'm gonna say no because right no anyway So I'm having them still or again at this point when I go to labor and delivery. And so the nurse is like, we're going to put you on fluids to like slow them down. That ended up being, we were just talking about this. It ended up being like super random. Like the contractions never slowed down. They were completely Mm -hmm. fine. Um, I was one and a half centimeters dilated and they sent me home. Basically, they wanted to make sure I didn't have preeclampsia. And all the tests came back as inconclusive because of how much water and, like, the fluids they were giving me. Mm-hmm. So they diluted my urine, like, pretty bad. So they even did a catheter on me to try and get, like, a clean sample. And because it ca- the first one came back with, like, like proteins in it. Mm-hmm. And so then they did the catheter one, but then it was diluted. And anyway, long story short, they ended up saying, it's all inconclusive. You seem to be fine. Go home. So that was two weeks before. But again, all of my NSTs leading up to my induction date, I was like contracting, having my Braxton Hicks like every day. And that was just kind of like life at that point. So we're going to like jump around a bit. But the reason why I brought that up will like make sense in a minute. So anyway, I go to Denny's. Do you guys remember me talking about this? Did we talk about this? How I was going to go and stay up all night? I don't know if... I know I talked to you about it, but yeah. I don't know if we mentioned it. So the plan was to like stay up all night um, because I needed to be at the induction at 5 a.m. So we were like, we'll stay up all night, go there, do all the intake stuff and sleep. And so we ended up going to Denny's at like 3 in the morning and then we, our plan was to go to the hospital from Denny's and I get a voicemail Literally, as we're taking the check, and it's really not a like very pleasant voicemail. Like the nurse on there, I still have it. <laughs> you should play it. Hi, good morning. This is from labor delivery at hospital. Uh, this for this call is uh for Stephanie Fly. I'm just trying to uh make you aware, you know. So uh, I know that you're supposed to come in at five o'clock for induction, but be very very busy right now so you not be able do not come in at five okay so it will be sometime today or later on like this afternoon so just call uh this number and uh, uh around 8 a.m to see what time you should come in okay thank you do not come in 
Yeah, she's Call like, us later. do not come in, uh, whatever. And I'm annoyed. I'm fucking annoyed because right, right before we left, like I, I had my whole meltdown about Quinn and everything. Right. And then basically Leaving long story. Him. Yeah, I was not, I was not okay. And like, as I was leaving, he was calling my name and I had to, I was just a fucking mess. So anyway, the next day around three, um, I got a call and they were like, can you come in now? And I was like, sure, why not? Yeah. Like, what I got going yeah. on today, you know? So then we go, <laughs> <laughs> so we go up there, and it's like really, like honestly, super weird being like, okay, let's go have, have a, a baby. baby. Yeah, like, weird. So, so casual. Yeah, we get up there, and there's this other woman, and she's in labor with her fifth kid. And is, like, awkwardly making conversation with us in, like, the waiting area about, like, potty training and all this and that. And I'm just like, yep. And the only thing I kept thinking was, I know this bitch is in labor, but I better get called back first. I was here first. (laughs) You better not take my spot. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then I remember the nurse coming out and I was like, oh, who's it going to be for? And just then a second nurse stepped out and I was like, oh, and then they called both of us. <laughs> That's really funny. Well, because at first they called me because they were like, fly. And then they're looking around and I'm like, That's me. That's me. And then the other person called her back and I was like, oh, That's we're good. So, funny. so anyway, it's weird too because we're okay. So we're walking in and... We walk past this room and there's this woman who's like making this animalistic sound. Oh, yeah. Like horrible sound. Oh. And the nurse was like, oh, she's not in labor. What? She's like, it's a really long story on that one. <laughs> what the hell? I what know. does that even mean? I know. Oh, we probably God. just started laughing because we were like, <laughs> be like what's say? the story? Please girl lisa girl are you okay (laughs) oh my god that's so funny poor lady going through it yeah i mean something's happening so anyway we like get there and it's weird just being like because i just completely got to skip triage i just walked in and like the room is like a suite it's huge and baltimore's got like a great view and like he has a great view from baltimore and stuff and it was like a really nice bright day out yeah so yeah, that was nice. So they come in, they get all the IVs set up, all that fun stuff. And they're trying to come up with like a game plan of like what to do. And so I'm like assuming because this is what they had told me initially was that um, they were going to do this like pill method, which is like they stick this like pill up your vagina essentially for it's like every four hours for like up to 16 hours or something like that, that they would do it. And so that's kind of what I thought was going to happen. And then doctor, my doctor comes in. Okay, so one of my doctors comes in. And she's like, she just like sits down on the chair. And she's like, and it's like one of those like waiting room chairs. So it's not like a, she's going to roll towards me or right. anything. She's like on like almost like, like a sofa a bench. chair. bench, yeah. Yes. And she's like, um, so I have a question. I was reached out um, to by a reporter who wants to do uh, a news story on cholestasis. So do you want to be my patient that gets interviewed and we, like, talk about? I was like... Casual. Like, she <laughs> did not even introduce herself, bruh. <laughs> uh, 
Like, I know who she is, right. but Brian has no right. idea who she is. And she just comes in That's and is like, so do you want to be on the news? Yeah. Do you want to be on TV? Do you want to be a I was star? like, okay. Like, what are you? And she's like, okay, great. I'll pass your information along. Mind <laughs> you, my kid is three weeks old and I haven't heard shit. Every time I get a phone call huh. from a number I don't know, I'm like, is this it? But <laughs> they, like, I, forgot I, which patient it was and they're like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, she also wasn't there during my delivery. She, they had shift change. So, like, is she still gonna? Yeah. That's so interesting. I don't know. It was weird. So just, you know, to be continued on that one, guys, your girl might be on the news. <laughs> I'm, I was thinking about a way to, like, drop our podcast and be like, you know, we talk we about do. it. <laughs> <Right. one time. laughs> So, um, if you catch this from WJZ, <laughs> then, uh, underscore, give us a shot. <laughs> That's so funny. So anyway, um, then after that, she, this is like, I feel like a lot of information. Sorry guys. If you trigger warning, they're like, um, I'm hooked up to all the machines at this point, right? Like the baby monitor one. And then the one for the contractions or whatever. And they're like, you're contracting a bunch. So this is why I was talking about the previous thing. I've been contracting for like weeks, mm-hmm. <laughs> like right. weeks. And I never thought it was going to be an issue. But they were saying at this point that I was contracting too like frequently, like mm-hmm. too close together. Like they were really, really, really close together. But they weren't real contractions, right? right? They weren't like doing, they're not anything. doing yeah. anything. And so... um, She's like, we can't do the pill method if you're contracting this much. So what I'm going to do is like strip your membranes and then see if you do start doing something. And then we'll just do Pitocin. If not, we'll also give you fluids to see if we can slow down the contractions enough to do the pill method. And if none of those work, we can do the Foley Right? Isn't that what it was called? Yeah, the Foley Bowl. Like the balloon? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so she just stripped my membranes and was like, see you later. And then I just sat there. The The membrane stripping? Yeah. I never had to do it with Edie, and I obviously don't have to do it this time because I'm having a C-section, so Yeah, I had to do it with Quinn. And then they did it. So, oh my god, I can't wait for you to hear the rest of the story then. (laughs) So, um, So she does that, and then I just sit there. For, like, hours, man. There's really nothing to do but, like, wait. Yeah. And so then after that, they came in. They're like, nah, we can't do the pill. Like, you're still contracting too much. And um, so then they were talking about doing the balloon. And I was like, they're, like, freaking me out about this balloon. Because they're like, we try not to use this balloon as much as we can because no one, like, it's horrible. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. And I'm like, great. I've heard nothing but bad things. Yeah. Love that. And because I'd never even heard of it. Yeah. Then my doctor comes back in and she's like, um, so I'm going to strip your membranes again. Uh, <laughs> oh. I'm like, okay. Again? I didn't so, even know you could do it twice and like that. Like, so just wait. So just wait. Oh, no. So she does it. She does it. And as she's doing it, she's like having a conversation with me and Brian. And she's going, she's saying something without missing a beat. She goes, Wow, you must have a really high pain tolerance because I'm like up to your tonsils at this point. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, yup. <laughs> <laughs> so then she pull, stops doing what she's doing and goes, I'm going to do it again. Again? And does it a third, what do you a mean? Third time. How many times can time? you do it? 
I don't know, but she did that movement. She was like, we're getting this baby out right now. She she literally kept saying, like, that was a good one. That was a good strip right there. And I was like, okay, what the fuck? So, mind you, when I got my membrane stripped with Quinn, the next day I had, like, this long, like, maybe it had, like, a little bit of blood in it. But it was mostly, like, a giant snot-looking thing. Yeah, your mucus And I was like, oh, that was my mucus blood, right? That was only a portion. (laughs) I saw the whole fucking thing. Bro, I didn't even... Oh, she comes God. in and she's like, I'm going to change out your stuff because we're going to break your water soon. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to change out the stuff underneath you. Put something a little more durable yeah. down. She picks it up. She pulls back the thing and goes, oh, there's your mucus plug. Pulls it up. It is like this big. Like the size Guys, of like, like a, a CD. softball. <laughs> Okay, maybe a little oh bit god. smaller than that. It was probably like a tennis ball, but it was like oh my god, gory looking. It was how gory. do nurses not freak the fuck out when they like it take the blanket like off and see ba- that? It literally, I would it be like, "That's a, a baby. big ass blood clot." Yeah, like it looked nasty. Oh my god, I literally and I don't have my glasses on, so I don't know for sure. But from far back there, I was like, "Ew, <laughs> fucking oh, ew. ew, ew." Ugh. So. Then at that point, I, they were like, let's just lean into these contractions now that your membranes have been stripped and we'll just start you on Pitocin. And then if the Pitocin, you know, doesn't really start to do anything, then we'll just go back to the Foley option. So they start doing the Pitocin and every 30 minutes they'd come in and increase it. And it can only go up to 30, but they started at five. So they come up and they're just going to start adding two every time, like every 30 minutes. And so once I got up to like, I think it was like 15 or something, I'm like feeling like Wonder Woman over here with these contractions. I'm like, I got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Cause at this yeah. point it's like a real thing. And I'm like, that's a lot of Pitocin y'all. Yeah. Like I'm right. doing good. <laughs> and then they come in and they're like, so we're going to break your water in a minute. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> are you sure? All right. How do you do I'm, that? Okay, let's get that epidural now (laughs) before this water gets broken because, like, fuck that entirely. Right. So they, the the anesthesiologist comes in. I do not, I did not have a good history, like, with my epidural last time. I had a desired result, but the path to get there was not good. And so I was a little nervous this time because I ended up jumping a little bit, which I think caused a one-sided epidural, which is why, yeah, I needed to get it redone last time. And I felt like the anesthesiologist and the CRNA last time were very like attentive and like understanding of things. So Mm -hmm. like there was like no like question when I was like, things aren't right. They came Mm -hmm. in, the, the CRNA stepped back, the anesthesiologist came in and he was very like, all right, let's do this, and I'm going to sit here and wait for you to have a contraction and see how you feel, and we'll yeah. go from there. You know what I mean? This time around, I did not get that, like, vibe at all. It made me, like, regret, like, not having – I specifically like this hospital because people that I know um, professionally don't work there, and now I'm like, wow, I should have gone somewhere where, where – you yeah. <laughs> Yes. Well, you've had a baby there before, so your experience yeah. was good, so you're like, yeah. well, obviously, why wouldn't it be good this time? Right. Because, like, I know, like, what things are – I know what things are supposed to feel like at this point. And I had a kid 
20 months ago. Right. It's not that long ago. Right. So it's not I like, know right. what, uh, what right. I felt like then and what I feel like now. And so it's very annoying. So she's like very encouraging and very polite and nice and everything. Mm-hmm. Like she's just like super great personally. Right. And I felt like at first anyway, cause I feel like the epidural felt fine. I went in good. Everything was fine. I'm waiting for it to kick in. She leaves the room or whatever. And then I realized like, as time's going on that I can feel stuff mm-hmm. like I can still literally lift my legs off the bed. I could, I was literally picking them up and like doing all this. I'm like, I can feel that I, right. I'm pinching my legs. I can feel that. Right. Like it gets a little like, you know, when your face gets numb from the dentist or something. And if you were to pinch it really hard, you can feel that. Mm-hmm. But, like, it also just feels, like, tingly and, like, when right, your foot falls pain. asleep. Yeah. Right. Like, you're feeling the tingling and stuff. But if you were to still stub your toe when your foot's, like, half asleep, you'd still feel it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I felt. Like, I was, like, mildly numb. Yeah. Like, that is not good enough for, for me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that is not good enough for what is about to come. I'm right. just saying. That's not happening for me. Like, I, no. So, I just kind of, like. Um, I think in the beginning, like, remember, it, like, it slowly started, like, not working as well. Like, it was, like, okay-ish in the beginning, and then it really started, like, not being good as time went on. So, before I called the anesthesiologist back in is when they came in and they had, like, that long, looked like a knitting needle. Crochet hook, yeah. (laughs) And I, I didn't even feel my water break with Quinn because when I did, it did eventually break. Um, was because of the Pitocin, and at that point, I was already so numb that I didn't mm-hmm. even feel when my water broke because yeah. I couldn't feel my legs. Right. So this time, when they broke my water, I felt it, and I will tell you, it is disgusting. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <gasps> it doesn't stop coming, bruh. It fucking <laughs> comes forever. <laughs> right, like, you're like, where is this stored? Like, how Literally, is that? Yeah. It was so much Mm -hmm. like i was shocked yeah like fucking shook at how how much it was like i knew it would be like a good bit but like when they show it on the tv and it's like that little puddle (laughs) it is not a puddle i could have filled a fucking bucket oh my god i mean at least that's what it felt like holy shit i was like this is so uncomfortable like i feel so wet down there like it was horrible horrible hated it mind you like Brian is just sleeping through most of this. Like, I'd be waking him up, and he would be like, I'm awake. And then you'd hear him snoring, and be like, he's just, yeah, Yeah, he's asleep through all of this. So then the contractions really obviously start kicking in, and I'm like, no, this is not good enough. So I call the anesthesiologist, and at this point, it's different than last time. Like, last time, I didn't have the little clicking pen thing to administer whatever. It was just all the time. I was like numb right and this time i had the little button right and like, and as you needed more you clicked it right i, I just yeah, wanted I the more all the that. time right right that doesn't like, make I didn't sense need... yeah so they um come she comes back in and i can't remember exactly at this point what she did i think she like put something in my iv thing that made it like work for a second and then again she leaves it's like a half hour goes by and it starts wearing off again so she comes back in and gives me like a shot of something in my thigh and then Uh puts something in the iv and at that point 
whatever she did, it started working. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel dick. I was like, yeah. this is good. At this point, my legs are getting heavy. Like, I'm having trouble feeling things. I'm like, this is more up my alley. Right. So I'm feeling a little bit more confident. Then the anesthesiologist comes in and he's like, she said your stuff isn't working. And he's just kind of nasty about it. Like, almost like telling me, like, it was almost like he didn't believe me or something. And I was Which like, is this so is insane. Like, why just I... fucking listen to your right. patient. Like, why That's am it. I sitting here trying to like justify to you that like I can feel pain right. and I can literally tell you exactly when I'm having a contraction. Cause I'm having trouble fucking breathing through right. them. Mm-hmm. Like that's not okay. But I'm like, Sh- whatever she did, it's fine now. Like it doesn't matter. Just leave, like go, like right. I'm fine. And so I'm like, finally, yes, I'm going to go to fucking sleep. And so I just go to sleep and then I wake up and I'm feeling, or no, I wake up to a bunch of doctors in the fucking room or nurses and I'm like, what is going on? And they're like, we need you to turn on your side because your blood pressure is dropping really bad. And I'm like, okay. And so. (laughs) Ugh, fine. (laughs) Actually, I think I'm getting my stories crossed, like my timeline crossed. Because I'm pretty sure before the anesthesi- before she does what actually like felt like it was going to stick is when my blood pressure started dropping. Then they gave me something. That's when they gave me the shot in my leg mm-hmm. to bring my blood pressure back up. And that's when I stopped or started feeling everything. Mm-hmm. Then she came in and did something again. Like that, that really stuck, that last one. Yeah. Like, this is the last ditch effort, blah, blah. It's working. Everything's good. Right. Then the anesthesiologist comes in, talks to me. Right. That's what happens. Right. Okay. Then I get woken up again and there's this guy and he's the the new anesthesiologist on call mm-hmm. and he's like, your blood pressure is dropping. And I'm like, again? And he's like, yeah. So they put something in my IV and give me a shot and they don't give me the shot in my leg. They just put something in my IV this time. Okay, fine. Whatever. Leave me alone. I want to go to sleep. I go back to sleep and that's when I wake up and I can feel again. And I'm like... Oh no, <laughs> this isn't good. And I'm like, I'm picking my legs up again. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, shit, shit. And, and and so as I'm like practicing picking my legs up is when I realized I could feel like a shit ton of pressure. Mm-hmm. And remember with Quinn, I was so numb that I felt absolutely nothing. They had to tell me when it was time to push. Right. And on each contraction, they were looking at the monitor. I'm like, is this normal? Mm-hmm. like yeah i don't right. know like is it because i i remember people saying like i feel like i need to push or i feel like i need to go to the bathroom right and i didn't feel any of that i just felt a lot of pressure like i right. could push but right. not that i have to push and so i'm like brian brian and i'm like <laughs> screaming to wake him up and he finally gets up and i'm like something is going on and he's like what and i'm like i'm feeling a lot of pressure and he was like where I was like, in my vagina? Like, where, where, where else? <laughs> so he goes back to fucking sleep, which is annoying. <laughs> it's fine. Men. They and really don't understand. The nurse came in and was like, you know, they're going to check you in an hour. And I was like, mm. and she like kind of looked at me. And then I kind of like looked at her and she was like, do you want them to check you now? And I was like, yeah, I think they should probably check me now. And so then one of the residents comes in and she's like hi i heard that you're feeling a little bit of pressure and you just want to be checked and i'm like yep and she's like can you bend your legs into like the butterfly at this point i'm so not numb that yeah i can move all like my leg i could do a cartwheel right now yes 
So I put my legs in the position. She checks me and her face like her eyes get really big and she's like, can we get a team in here? It's time to push. And we're going to stop right there. I know you're going to hate me, but that was part one of Baby Spencer's birth story. Um, I'm going to have stuff on again next week to tell the second half of the story and, um, you know, just kind of drag out having a co-host for a little bit. Um, but thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram at underscore give us a shot and send us a message on topics that you want to hear us talk about. Leave us a five-star review on whatever app you use to listen or a written review if you have something nice to say. We're now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Audible, and iHeartRadio. And as always, thanks for giving us a shot. Cheers. Cheers.